Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's who no. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world all this time. We shine. little theme song. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Happy Giving Tuesday. Yes. Today is all about being benevolent, philanthropic, you know, just giving to the people. Speaking of the people, I'll be giving the people of Chicago uh, five shows over the course of three days this weekend. You can catch me at the Chicago Improv December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's Friday, Saturday. Nope, that's Thursday, Friday. What what days are they? It is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. AmandaSeals.com. What do we got coming up this hour, Nails? All right, we're going to knock them out with some Blackurate news. We've been following this Shanquilla Robinson story, and finally, we got some information. The Mexican authorities, they issued an arrest warrant for one of those so-called friends. That went mm, to Mexico yeah. with it. I like how you put that question mark on it because I'm not buying the whole we're friends thing. Mm-mm. Friends don't leave friends, dead Absolutely. bodies in another country. Next story. Kanye West, by the way, he uh, in a known racist, white nationalist, Holocaust denier, Nick Fuentes. Well, they went down to Mar-a-Lago and met with Trump. And of course, Trump trying to act like he didn't even know they was coming. Cap! <laughs> I love how you said it. Cap! Big cap emoji. <laughs> Plus the wife mm-hmm. of reality star Young Jock, he says she doesn't want her sons to be like Young Jock. That's going to raise a bunch of eyebrows right there. I have my own take on this as well, so we'll get into it. We, you know we love a conversation about relationships. We'll get into it. <laughs> you can always reach out to us at Seal Said It on social media, and you can give us a call, 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855 262 Amanda 8. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Now, as promised, I said I was going to talk about relationships a bit more. And uh, this is a great conversation that I think is worth having. Young Jock and his wife did an interview. And she said to him that she didn't like behaviors that he does and that she wants. You know what? Let me. I always do this. And we have the audio. So instead of me trying to just tell you what they said, (laughs) let's just have them speak in their own words. What you're not going to do is do that. I didn't say that. You said you wouldn't want my son to be like me. I wouldn't want them to do some of the things that you okay. have done. Okay, oh, and I wouldn't want my daughters Namely, to do some of the things you've done. I We're know, human. That's what I'm trying to say. you to do majority of the things that I've done. Listen, what I'm saying is when you talk about me, don't sum, me up. Facts, right? don't sum me up on the worst side of me or what you consider the worst side of me. Because I ain't okay. nobody perfect because okay. as a man guess what i got to stand on mine too because yeah, guess what get, you, let me let me yeah, tell you something you i didn't go to college guess That's what fine. i want my kids to go to college so we can say That's that right good. now don't sit here in front of the world mm-hmm. and say oh i wouldn't want my son or your sons to be like you hold on no nah, we got to nah, you gonna put some respect like on my name because at the end of the day i'm successful i take care of my kids mm-hmm. okay. ain't none of my kids out here in in, in in dire need of love and support okay. so we're gonna do that okay, okay. 
Because there's some things I'm, about you that I could say, I wouldn't want my daughters to do. Go ahead. I'm not going to do that. I respect you and I love <laughs> I want, you enough. I want this magazine I, I, no, to no, know no, no, no. I respect what it is about me. You don't want your, your daughters to I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so some things are better left unsaid okay. and in the private, and that's what I'm going to do. So when you're okay. addressing me, okay. don't, ever, don't ever make it seem like I'm the worst of the worst. Because I'm not. Because okay. I came through and changed your life. Okay. And it wasn't about me having no money. What? It was about the integrity. Right, it, it was about it was. it was about my integrity. It was about me standing up for you. It was about me helping you open your eyes to see things that no other man has gotten you to do. Mm. Okay, that was a lot. This sounded like a six-part argument that happened in front of an interviewer. It did. <laughs> it did. You know, I honestly, I, I see where Jock's coming from. He felt like his wife was painting him in a bad picture in a bad light in public in an interview but they are literally only being interviewed because of that's what they do they have their relationship in public that's the only reason they're being interviewed they're on a show Mm -hmm. that highlights their relationship publicly so it is kind of interesting that all of a sudden it was like but but you got to keep that private it's like this is literally the whole point of Y'all's fame. I, I think I think what Jock was trying to do in, in that in that in that scene, basically, I'm not even gonna say scene because they probably weren't filming for a love and hip hop at the time. Who knows? But no, it was for a magazine. They were being interviewed for a magazine. Yeah, I remember that. But I'm saying Swab. like on the side. But they, this could have been something that they did for you know publicity. Who knows? But I think that what Jock was trying to do was basically say, hey, yeah, you got to be careful what you say when we're doing these interviews because this sounds like. You don't like who I am because you fell in love with me and you don't want your kids to end up dating a man like me, which basically saying like I'm not a good person. I want you to clarify that think, when you saying that. But I think that really honestly is not what she said. And I think there's something very different from saying I don't like these behaviors and saying I don't like you. And I don't think you can conflate those two things because you have to be able to say, I don't like these behaviors without taking down somebody's character. And sometimes that can be really difficult to do in an argument, right? Because sometimes people just start fighting unfair, right? Oh, you want to shoot people in the pinky toe. Like that's what ends up (laughs) happening sometimes. He started to do that in this conversation where he started taking it outside of the individual thing that she did and started making it about well, now let me shame you since I feel shame. What I really think is she struck a nerve, okay? I think she struck a nerve, and I think a lot of times what happens is when people identify a behavior that you're doing that they didn't like, you don't like that you do that behavior. You already don't like that you do that behavior, and that behavior might be attached to something that was traumatic for you. So you already have an internalized connection to that behavior that now is being exposed, and then you get embarrassed, Right. Mm, Because it feels mm -hmm. like someone exposed this thing about you when they really just saying, I ain't like that thing you did. And you know what I do? I do think it's very important to know how to tell people I didn't like this behavior. But that doesn't mean I don't like you. But the biggest overall thing here was what you're not going to do is play me out on front on front street. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's what he was straightening. And I really wonder what the car ride home was like, really, like what was the car ride home? Okay, let's 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 role play. I'm I'm Kendra Nails. You play Jock. What was the car ride? We're going to just ride. Ready? Hey, 
You know you ain't have to say that about me in that interview, right? I mean, I just feel like, you know, I wasn't saying nothing that was sideways. So I don't even know why he was really getting upset like that. Because what you said I said is not what I had said. Well, yeah, you said what you said. And I understood what you were saying. That's why I tried to straighten you about what you said about me. You know what I mean? Okay, listen, like, baby, that's not, that is not, just because you're saying what, just because you're trying to say it is what it is, it don't mean that it is. Because it was, it, what you're saying it is what it ain't. But I will say, I do appreciate the way that you was, you know, talking to me. Like, you didn't raise your voice or nothing. So that's cool. And you definitely was, you know, you was respectful in how you checked me. But I got to tell you, like, you just, you just mad because I called you on something that you didn't want to be called on. Like a cordless phone. Yeah, but damn, like a cordless phone. Now. So that's what we're doing now. We're jocking. We're we laughing about our whole. <laughs> Yo, hey, salute to them, man. Like that is a, a beautiful black relationship. And they're working through their situations in front of everybody. Just like you said on the cameras. And it takes a, a different type of person to do that. Listen, I'm sure at the end of that ride, he was like, you know what? If you really got a problem with me, you know what to do. Meet me in the trap. Hey, it's going down. Hey, 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 hey. Motorcycle <laughs> job. Hey. What do y'all think? Do you think that it was uncalled for for her to say something? Also, do you think that it is even possible to call someone's behavior out without calling out their whole character? I would love to hear how you all handle this in your relationships. What do you think? Is it fair game for his wife to say that? Give us a call, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. It is the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. Stay connected with us 24-7 at Seal Set It on all social. And you can give us a call at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's Giving Tuesday. And what is this, Amanda? Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the tuned in to where they're going to donate some of their bread today. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. We got some black red news on the way, Amanda. This hour, we're going to talk about Ray J. He had dinner with YK and that radical right-wing extremist the other night. But here's the thing. We all want to know, what is Ray J thinking? Because he's part of the culture. He's been very outspoken. But what is Ray J thinking about having this type of dinner with them? Outspoken about what? <laughs> Ain't that Brandy brother? Now, ultra-processed foods have been linked to cancer and early death, studies find. I feel like this is one of the things that we all already know, but we still need to be reminded of it on a regular basis, so we gonna fill y'all in when we get back. And we always knew Carlton, well, the actor who played Carlton, Alfonso Ribeiro. Amanda always laughs at me because I always mess up his last name, <laughs> but we always knew, you know, him playing himself. But in a recent podcast, like, this man literally lost it and ended up turning into the real Carlton times 10. 
Well, we also have your big up let down for the day. So make sure you stick around for that. Find out who I'm going to give props to and who I'm going to give blows to. We're going to discuss all this and more. So stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. And it is Nails right here. It's time for some Blacky Red News. Blacky Red, Blacky Red News. And let's start. Story one. All right, so Kanye, who's been in the news left and right every single day for some more ignorance, he grabbed dinner with a radical right-wing extremist. Now, I know I'm going to mess this dude's name up because screw him anyway. Milo uh, Yakunakulis or Yapanupalebi, Yo-Yo or something like that. That sounds right. <laughs> this dude is a known racist. He's a known racist. And Ray J ended up sitting down with Kanye and this dude just to have dinner. What is going on with this, Amanda? I don't know. This would be the worst Uno game ever. I would hate to have to <laughs> sit down with these people. Every turn would feel like a draw four. Just pulling cards from jack fools. I don't know how Ray J would even elevate this conversation. Like, what what does he bring into the conversation? Unbreakable glasses that actually break? Like, what is the conversation that they're having together? Is he going to be Kanye's running mate? What are we doing? Like, I genuinely, at this point... it felt like this was an annoying thing that just keep like just Kanye's presence was annoying. Now it's a puzzle. Now I'm just trying to figure out like who going to show up next. I feel like Stacey Dash about to pop out at any time. <laughs> it's really weird because I'm still trying to figure out what is Kanye's end game. It's like he can't do any worse and he does worse. <laughs> there is something to be said for the overachievement of underachievement. And I really feel like that is something that's happening in real time here. It's like every step that he could take backwards, he's taking. And there's no brand awareness for, you know, Ray J. I mean, I guess, does Ray J have a brand that he would need to be aware of? I mean, really? If I had one wish, it would be for him to explain to us why he felt like this would be somewhere to be. I'm not surprised about it because he is a Trumper. I mean, I think everybody's seen that on social media. He is a so he's a he's a Trump guy. You saw that, right? Who is a Trump guy? Ray J. What? I don't pay attention to what Ray J be doing, so I didn't know. Yeah, uh, Tr- Ray J has been to a few of Trump's events, and he is a Trump guy. So they have had that conversation. I'm wondering what Ray J is doing with the racist around. I mean, Trump is a racist, so I mean, this is comfortable territory. All of this is weird. They're all weird. And I don't like it. I don't like it. We got to go to the next story because I don't even want to talk about them anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go to the anymore. next story. Then. <laughs> all right. So processed food. Everybody's been talking about how it's more expensive to eat clean. Why is this world like this? And this research is showing that eating this ultra processed food is uh, significantly it, it increases men's risk of colorectal cancer and other heart issues. Like this is common stuff that we eat on a daily basis, but we don't even think about this, Amanda. We don't. And this has come out in a new study that was published Wednesday in the British Medical Journal, the BMJ. 
Uh, and it, I mean, for what it's worth, it's a new study about the same old, same old. None of us are surprised when we hear that we probably shouldn't be eating prepackaged soups and sauces and frozen pizza. And if you're on Instagram at all, you know, there's folks that are always talking about this. They even had us thinking tilapia wasn't a real fish for a little bit. But we're also hearing a lot of conversation about plastics these days and plastics being found in people's bloodstreams and like in babies' bloodstreams when they're born. So the plastic is like wow. traveling from the mother to the like, it's really kind of sketchy. Um, to see just how far processed food has gone and how far processed materials have gone. But what I find hilarious is that one of the people at the head of this study is a woman named Marion Nestle. That last name, Nestle? Does that sound familiar? Listen, she is the Paulette Godard Professor Emerita of Nutrition, Food Studies, and Public Health at New York University. She's author of numerous books on food politics and marketing. And uh, she said literally hundreds of studies linked ultra-processed foods to obesity, cancer, cardiovascular disease, and overall mortality. And I'm just, I don't know if this is true, but if her last name, Nestle, I wonder... If she is a part of the Nestle family, in which case hundreds of ultra processed foods probably paid for her to even get these degrees because the Nestle company is hugely involved in ultra processed foods. But you know what the thing is, too? It's so much easier to eat processed food because when you go into a grocery store, particularly in America, that is what is there. Like once you start really studying food and like what's good for you and what's not good for you and you walk into a regular grocery store, you realize that like 80% of that grocery store is not food that you should be putting in your body at all. But it's so good. <laughs> My mom always told me if you want to be smart when you go shopping and you want to eat healthy, stay on the outer skirts of the uh, grocery store when you go shopping. All the healthier food in there. Granted, it's all processed, mm. but all the healthier food is on the outer skirts of the of the store. That does make sense because that's where the produce is, that's where the fruits, you know, the veggies, and that's also where you're gonna you're gonna get your your baked goods and your cheeses. I know we're not supposed to be eating cheese, but y'all, I'm 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 living this one life, so I got to eat my cheese in this one life. All right. Coming up next, actor Alfonso Ribeiro, aka Carlton, from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, is a bit more Carlton than we thought. I know that may not sound like it makes sense, but it will. Because we're going to tell you who he said he's leaving the club with. And it ain't nobody named Shakisha. Coming up next, we're going to get into it on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? We're here keeping it lively, keeping you up to speed. It is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Good morning. Good morning. You know... Nails, I am a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan. I'm sure you are a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan. Definitely. So we all know the history of Carlton, right? You know, he was at the prep school. He was giving us the the Tom Jones dance. Like, it was just assumed that Carlton <laughs> likes the snowflakes. He likes them. We just assume that. Art often imitates life. And some interesting audio from Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Carlton, has come out. And let's take a listen. Don't me, because there's some hot white out here. Oh, Alfonso. I have been known to some white girls in my lifetime. Alfonso. Okay, every time you see me in a club, guess who I walk out with? Come on now! I pick up, pick up, I break, 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 I break
tickets. <laughs> what type of tequila was he drinking? Was there Coke in tequila? Like what type of, because you say, you know, they say that a drunk mouth speaks a sober mind. So these are definitely thoughts that he has. But boy, he was out here with that. Yo. Listen, your mans, your mans was declaring to the world, like, this is what I'm about. And, you know, love is love. But that wasn't about no love. Yo, he was, hey, he was literally playing in snow that night. Listen, snowballs, okay? And the comedy continued. Because he hit us with the beatbox in the name of Biz Marquis, rest in peace. He hit us with the beatbox, okay? And I, I just got to say, um, Alfonso, you know, to each their own. But I think he may have taken it a little bit, little bit too far this time. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. <laughs> My man sounded like Denzel Washington on training day, giving us one of those little, little monologues. <laughs> but, mm. just, but then he started beatboxing. I couldn't take it serious after that. You know what? I just wonder, like, where does this come from? Whenever I hear black men that are so just emphatic about, like, I love white girls, ah! I'd be like, what is this? Is this like a ancestral, like, PTSD DNA popping out? Like, our people, you know, like, my, my ancestors couldn't couldn't do it, so I'm going to do it. Like, what what is it? I, 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 I don't. I don't understand. I, I have friends who date white women and, and, and that's their preference. Um, mm. and I ask questions. Mm. I ask questions often because I want to know, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't judge at all. And I don't even technically, oh, I want to say, <laughs> I don't have uh, a, what people be like, Oh, you have a type or you have a preference or whatever. I love is love, bro. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I'm not going to judge you because of who you're, in a relationship with or who you like to date with, but don't, don't try and trash somebody else in another. Well, he didn't, but I've definitely heard many brothers do that. Right. Like mm -hmm. I like white girls because I definitely, I had a brother say the other day that he has never had a relationship with a black woman because he has so much PTSD as a black man that when he has ever tried to even date a black woman, it's like the PTSD. It's like, there's too much PTSD happening at one time. And so mm, mm. he said, you know, he's just stuck to the the blanquitas of it all. And or was the, he, well, or, was or, he, any, or any others. So it's or Wakanda he, or never. Or was he not thuggish enough? Remember that? You know what? The thuggish rugged. Well, we know our father ain't thuggish rugged. Mom I have. Okay. It's not unusual. <laughs> oh, man. You know what's not unusual? Us giving the big up to let down. Okay. We got that coming up for you next. Find out who I'm going to give props to and where my blow's going to go. When we come back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Stick we up. up, we up, we up. Amanda Seal Show. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And I'm Nails. It's time for the Big Up Letdown, Amanda. Let's get into it. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to. Don Lemon. Now, the reason why I'm giving Don Lemon the big up is because this man was bobbing and weaving like he was in the ring trying to dodge the automatic fact that if you are sitting with Nick Fuentes at a meal and you knew that he was coming, then you are sitting with an anti-Semitic person and you are therefore propping up anti-Semitism. What was interesting about this interview was that Len 
who is Jewish, kept making the conversation about Kanye. And don't get me wrong, Kanye has made anti-Semitic statements, but you're going to act like if Kanye West and and uh, Nick Fuentes and Donald Trump are sitting at a table together and we're looking at the spectrum of anti-Semiticness, uh, Kanye is on the low end of that compared to these people who have made a whole lifestyle out of it. And he would refuse to name Donald Trump to the point, you know what, let's just play the audio. As a grandchild of Holocaust survivors, I'm concerned with the mainstreaming of anti-Semitism wherever it comes from. And I, I, I condemn Kanye's anti-Semitism and I condemn... Do you condemn the former president for meeting with anti-Semites? Sir, sir, I, you know, I you said you condemn anti-Semitism and the mainstreaming of anti-Semitism. Do you condemn the former president for meeting with anti-Semites, for entertaining anti-Semites and anti-Semitism? Let, let me just explain it to you this way, sir. I know the president is not an anti-Semite. He does not need to apologize. I'm if he's an anti-Semite. I'm asking you if you entertain, do you condemn him for entertaining and meeting with anti-Semites? It's a very simple question. Well, I'm trying to give you an answer to that. It's a yes or no. It's a yes or no. Uh, I didn't realize I was on a witness stand here, Don. Oh, yes, um, look, oh, wow. I'm trying to have a substantive conversation about a real issue like anti-Semitism. And you're, you're trying to make it all about Trump. It's not about well, Trump. It is about it's Trump. About, we're, about, we're talking to, sir, we're talking about the former president meeting with an anti-Semite. How is this not about Trump? Because it's about the anti-Semitism. It's not about Trump. It's about uh, making sure that the issue of anti-Semitism is confronted in a way, in a substantive way, in which, you know, obviously I'm sure you're aware there's rising anti-Semitism in the United States and the world. It certainly is important okay, for us to it. take it on. Cut it, it, is cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Now, you can't sit up here and talk about I'm wanting to speak about going against anti-Semitism and not see why the former president who is currently running for president in 2024, sitting with an affirmed anti-Semite would not, you cannot see that and not say that that does exactly the thing that you're talking about, which is four words and perpetuates anti-Semitism. So cut that out. Shout out to Don for holding him down. Also, he did it while wearing a cream turtleneck and a blazer, which made him look like he was even more <laughs> not here for the BS. And so that is why we are giving Don Lemon the now today's let down Goes to your girl, Kim K, who after seeing the Balenciaga child porn ad campaign, didn't say I'm done with Balenciaga, didn't say I need to distance myself from Balenciaga. No, what she said is I'm reevaluating my relationship. No, okay. You reevaluate your relationship with, you know, the people who are, doing work on your car when you find out that the people down the street are charging cheaper and you're like, you know what? I need to reevaluate where I bring my car to to get work on it. You don't reevaluate a relationship with a brand that actually sat down, put together an entire child porn ad campaign and then put it out. You have children. I, I don't I don't get it. 
And she's now, of course, an ambassador for the fashion label. But she said she waited to speak out, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the campaign, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. Now, I'm not saying that she shouldn't have done that, but what I am saying is that now that she has spoken to them and her only response is that they said that this won't happen again and that they understand the problem, how do you continue to work with a brand who instinctually felt like this was okay? That just, to me, seems like a very very real reason to completely disassociate yourself with a brand. So that is the let down for today. All right. Now, I believe we have a call when we get back to the Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal show. Happy Giving Tuesday. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Your boy Nails right here. Amanda Seals right there. We love actually interacting with you 24 seven on social media, on our phone right now as well, 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. In fact, we have a caller on the phones who got something on his mind. You want to get it off your chest? You want to know what's on my mind? I always want to figure out why I'm always getting sick, why I'm always got a cold, or why something always going on. I'm at work right now, but I just wanted to call in. Oh, why is there something else going on? Well, here's a couple things. Um, it might be them damn processed foods, okay? It might be them <laughs> damn processed foods because you know they say they put that in your body and that's a problem. Also, I'm curious, have you had your uh, living space checked for mold? That really can be a very like silent problem that a lot of people don't know about. But if you have like any moisture in your apartment and a lot of apartments, they do not take care of it like it's supposed to but if you do have like black mold in your apartment or in your home it can absolutely cause you to be sick also are you smoking cigarettes are you drinking a lot like you know and if you smoking the ganja but you smoking it in tobacco or you're smoking it in you know swish of sweets like all of that stuff gets in your lungs and it creates mucus and that mucus right there is the source of so many infections and sickness But you know what I hate about this situation is that healthcare in this country is so difficult for so many people that he got to call us to say he's wondering why and may not feel like he has access to a medical professional. But I hope that if you do have access that you go and get it checked out because uh, you shouldn't feel sick all day, particularly when you at work. You know what you might just be sick of work. Mm hmm. And that makes perfect sense. So next up, we'll be talking about relationships. My favorite thing that I never get sick of talking about. And the secret to making them last long. Yes, not from my personal opinion, but we got somebody who talks about it all the time and he's going to talk to us. Well, we're going to play him talking about it when we come back right here to the Amanda Seals show. I have an accent because so does he. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We ain't nobody's fool. No. 
up? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. We're about to go black around the world because the world is so much bigger than just the little bubble we're living in. Our first story we're going to talk about today is Jamaica. They're banning music and TV that's glorifying crime and what it's like to be African in Israel. Hmm, that should be very interessante. Also, want to talk about what the secret is to a long-lasting marriage. But at the end of the day, we all know that a lot of people aren't getting married, but they're in long-term relationships. And I think the information that we are going to talk about can apply. Stick around for that. A lot of people can uh, use this information. Plus, it's Giving Tuesday. You hear us give all these days a theme when it came to Thanksgiving. Blackout Wednesday, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, all the days. Today is Giving Tuesday. What this means and why this day is important. We'll discuss all this and more. And you can stay connected with us on all our social media at Seal Said It on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we can go got a Black Panic page. <laughs> Hit us up at Seal Said It, like I said, or 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn every single morning because this is the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. All around the world. On the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning to y'all. It's Amanda Seals here. And I'm Nails. It's time to go black around the world because the world is so much bigger than just in our little bubble here in the United States. And let's go over there to the Caribbean. So Jamaica's Broadcasting Authority, they just banned content that glorifies illegal activity such as drugs and gun use. The new rules are going to cover TV and radio, including music and list specific topics that are off limits. Scamming, drug abuse and illegal use of firearms cannot be promoted or swearing or near sounding replacements are banned as well. So any words that they even trying to use in there to like 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 lean or scamming, drug abuse and the illegal use of firearms cannot be promoted and swearing or near swearing and near sounding replacements are also banned. I, as much as I like this because we are seeing, at least, in, I, I mean, in America, we know that drill music, drill rap has 1000% been a source of violence. Uh, and we also know that for what it's worth, a lot of hip hop artists are losing their lives. I don't know necessarily that their music is the reason why, but we do know that there is a correlation. I guess, you know, in Jamaica, they can't be pulling this out of nowhere. Concerned for the offending content, they feel can normalize criminality among young adults who are vulnerable and impressionable. Now, I don't know how they're really going to do this because... The thing about it is artists are going to talk about what they talk about. Like music is a reflection of life. And there are a number of artists who are actually very upset about this and speaking out about it. Um, this one Grammy award winning producer and singer, Stephen McGregor, who goes by the name, the genius book, book. He shared his frustrations on Twitter and said, yay. <laughs> Sarcasm. Crime and violence going to magically stop. No, he wrote and uh, pointed out that young people listen to music over the internet more often than through radio anyway. So, you know, there's only so much they can do. I got to say though, that there is a certain level of like, attention that has to be paid to the ways in which media in general is influencing people and music can be a part of that this is also not the first time that some music has been banned in jamaica in 2009 regulators banned music promoting sex violence murder or arson when quote-unquote daggering a type of sexually suggesting <laughs> suggestive dancing gained in popularity and if you've seen any of these videos 
on the internet, <laughs> you know that it is still very alive and well. So, you know, uh, larger to all Jamaica massive down there in, in Yad. And um, I'm curious to see if this changes anything with not only the actual crimes being done, but the music being made. Good luck with that, Jamaica. Meanwhile, in other news, there's a video that's been circulating on social media uh, depicting the last wave of terror in Israel. It's titled, get this, Amanda, I'm proud to be a racist. That's what the title is. And this is how black people are treated in Israel. In the video, you can hear a woman saying that we're racist because we want to preserve our lives and our sanity. So I'm proud to be a racist. And then she also says, and it's our right to be racist. This is what's happening in Israel. Listen, you know, I want to make it clear that when we talk about Israel, we are not necessarily talking about all Jewish people. And I think that that's a very easy thing to conflate, considering that Israel is a quote unquote Jewish state that was created for people who are of the Jewish ethnicity of the Jewish ethnicity and faith. That being said, there are people who live in Israel who are not Jewish. Uh, and there are Sudanese and Ethiopian communities that are in Israel that are facing this racism in very real ways. In a whole other video, a man is asked, what should an Ethiopian faced with what should an Ethiopian who is faced with violence do? And his response is leave our country. So the irony, though, <laughs> the irony, though, that folks in a country that was given to them in which they are also taking somebody else's country, which they are also saying is their country. Like, it's all just a bunch of humans acting a fool. OK, that is what goes on. It's a bunch of humans acting a fool about who's who's supposed to be where and why they should be there and whose land is whose what's lands, etc. We are all on this pale blue dot. You know what I'm saying? If you want to take a moment to just really see like the full futility of our arguments that we have over this land, take a moment to watch a video on YouTube called The Pale Blue Dot, okay? And what it does is it really just reminds you, it just reminds you how small we are in this universe. Carl Sagan, the genius, he did the, vo the voiceover of it and he breaks it down for you. And this video is so saddening to me because you're seeing how racism finds its way everywhere and it has no place anywhere. So shout out to the folks over there who are fighting for their own identities in that land. And shout out the folks here who are still fighting for identities in this land. Now, we wanted to play the video, but it's all in Hebrew. So you can actually check it out on our social at Seal Said It. Um, so check out the video and I'm sure you guys will have your thoughts. And we'd love to hear your thoughts here too. So make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Now, it's very hard to find a good person to spend your life with. Nails hasn't done it yet. He's still out on the prowl. But once you do find that person that you like, ooh, we about to settle down. We about to Netflix and chill for life. What are the secrets to making it last long? Well, we are going to discuss next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. So make sure you stick around. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I am Nails. That is Amanda Seals right there. Now, listen, let's jump right into it. A segment that's been floating around on social media. This comes from a sermon, right? 
It's all on marriage. I saw it on Amanda's timeline, matter of fact, and we would love to get your thoughts on this. Check this out. Can only succeed in marriage if you have a servant spirit and if you're willing to meet a need that you don't have. I don't need security. She does. I don't need to talk. She does. I don't need to be held. She does. I need respect. I need the things that I need. She needs. So if you listen to your spouse and believe them and serve them with a servant spirit, that's where a great marriage comes from. Listen, if you shame me for what is a God-given need in my life and refuse to meet that need, that's going to be a problem because I can't change it. It's wired within me. It's the way that God made me. And so sometimes, see, I really thought that something was wrong with Karen. She really thought that something was wrong with me. There was nothing wrong with either one of us. We were the way that God made us. You say, well, why does God do that? Because only servants can succeed in marriage. Selfish people, it's hell on you. Well, of course, I posted this to my page. And of course, you had some people that understood the message and others were like, this is an outrage. He's gaslighting. <laughs> First of all, y'all got to stop using the word gaslight when you don't know what you're saying. There's nothing in this message that it's literally the exact opposite of gaslighting because he says when your partner tells you what they need, listen to them and believe them. So that's not gaslighting. And then, of course, I felt like people were looking at what he didn't say in this message. So I just want to point out what he did say first. And I feel like what this message is saying, and I will add, this is Jimmy Evans. He's a founder and president of Exo Marriage, a ministry devoted to helping couples thrive in strong and fulfilling marriages. He is a Christian white man from the South. I've heard that he has some anti-abortion thoughts and that he might be homophobic. I want to make sure very clear. I want to make it very clear. Neither of those ideologies have any place here at the Amanda Seals Show. I do not a supporter of Jimmy Evans. I'm a supporter of this particular message in this particular context. I don't know what he said before it. I don't know what he said after it. Unfortunately, sometimes the best messenger isn't chosen to give the best message. Mm. Okay, now that I've said that, if you listen to the words he's saying, all he's really saying is, you know, if you're going to be with somebody, you're going to need to have a space that you're operating from of selflessness. And that if you can operate from that space, then you can create a continual respect for each other and each other's needs. Now, what he doesn't say is that if your partner's needs infringe upon your safety, your mental health, your integrity, your worth, then no, you don't need to be trying to meet that. However, if they do, not do any of those things and they're simply just how that person is wired and it's different from you it's not healthy to try to make someone feel like because their needs are different than yours that they are less valuable than yours and i think that that's something that so many mm. of us do on a regular basis in our partnerships we may not understand why someone wants something so then we try to make it like it's not valid why someone wants something your partner might not be as affectionate as you or you might not be as um all about let me think your partner might not be as affectionate as you but then you might be someone who's like less sensitive than your partner right you it's all about listening and I think so many of us are really in this like era of selfless selfishness. I see this a lot nails, this whole thing about like reclaiming selfishness. Like I'm selfish. I'm proud to be selfish. I'm selfish. And it's like, that ain't it. You can be self-aware without being selfish. I write about it in my book, Small Doses. You can, self-aware is knowing your needs and knowing what you're about and not putting yourself in situations where someone else is bearing the weight of your 
inability to show up. That's just being self-aware. That's not about being selfish. Selfish is when you know all of those things and you still bring people into your situation and they now have to bear the brunt of it. So I hope that this message is, is heard, but I know a lot of people out there are like, well, why is he using the word servant? I mean, they be saying that in the Christian faith. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm not Christian. You know, he's talking about God. Listen, sometimes you got to just, as, as people were saying on my Instagram, you got to just get the meat, throw the bones away. All messages aren't coming from the best person. And sometimes they're not in your same language, but you can still receive the nutrients from it. Okay. Whether you're a Christian or spiritual or atheist, I really feel like this message about partnership applies. I know y'all got thoughts though. I know y'all got thoughts. I know somebody out there is like, I ain't trying to serve nobody. And you know, (laughs) I, I have thoughts about that. I have thoughts about that. I definitely want to hear specifically, though, from people who are married and people who have been in marriages for a long time. Do they agree with this message? Do they feel like this is an exaggeration? You know, I want to hear from that because there is a different level of exchange that happens once you've committed to someone in the long term versus once you're dating someone in the meanwhile. You're so please Please call us up because I want to hear your thoughts. It's 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Also, that's 1-855-262-6328. So we got more about that, I hope, because I want to hear from y'all. When we come back, we got more shows, so don't go anywhere. It is Amanda Seals. When we got back, we got more. mm, When we get back, because I want to hear from y'all. Now, we just gave y'all some gems and we're going to come back and talk about what Giving Tuesday is all about. I know you've been hearing that flying around. Well, we're going to give you the importance of it here at The Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. We are, we are, we are. The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back right here to The Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with my homeboy. DJ Nails, what's happening? Good morning. Happy Giving Tuesday. Now, Giving Tuesday is something that started on the heels of, okay, we got Thanksgiving Day, then there's Black Friday, then there's Small Business Saturday, then there's Cyber Monday, and then we got Giving Tuesday. Now, the first Giving Tuesday was created in 2012, and it's basically a global movement that aims to encourage people to spread generosity through philanthropy. Now, philanthropy is, of course, when you give your money to nonprofit organizations that are for the greater good of a multitude of different reasons, right? They could be organizations for people, for animals, organizations about the environment, organizations about getting food to folks, you name it. And Giving Tuesday takes place every year on the Tuesday following Thanksgiving, and Cyber Monday, and actually like a lot of companies and organizations and uh, nonprofits, they all like participate in this. And I think it's a really good, after we've spent three days spending money on consumerism, it makes sense that we would also then put our money where our mouth is and actually like giving back to the society that we actually live in. Now, uh, I would say there are now over 240 locally led communities with around 33.1 million participants across the United States that are participating in Giving Tuesday. Now for Giving Tuesday, I mean, I I try and give throughout the year, right? Like I I give to different organizations. I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all all all the places I give because that's not why I give. But I think a lot of people don't know, I give a lot to animal conservation. Like 
to random animal conservation. Like I support Lola Ya Bonobo, which is a Bonobo conservation effort in the Democratic Republic of Congo. I give monthly to Free the Bears, which is a moon bear and sun bear rescue in Vietnam. Um, I get <laughs> Nails is looking at me crazy. I give to Flatbush Cats, which is a cat organization, uh, a nonprofit organization that saves cats and is actually building a nonprofit clinic for pets in Brooklyn. Um, and so I've been working with Flatbush Cats to get the word out about that and you can donate to get that. So, Because you know, so many people have pets, but they can't afford to take care of their pets. And everybody should get to be able to have a dog or a cat or a pet. But veterinary care is very expensive. But yeah, I, I've been donating to a fox rescue in Ukraine for years. <laughs> for years. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love my animals. Like, I I, I have a, a an elephant in Kenya that I adopted years ago that I renew every year. Like, it's very serious. It's very serious. But you know what? That may not be your ministry, but there's so many other ways that you can participate in Giving Tuesday. You can volunteer in your community, church, homeless shelter, nursing home, or at a local hospital. You can just spread kindness, right? There's little small, simple things you can do. You can even post stuff on your social media and say, hey, this is the charity that I want you to donate to. And this is who I donated to. You can post it up on your story and encourage other people to give to that cause as well. I've donated to plenty of charities as well during this Giving Tuesday. Not this year. I haven't gotten to it yet because it's still early in the morning for us. But go ahead and do something for your community, man. Give back on Giving Tuesday to hopefully a, a, a black ran nonprofit in your neighborhood locally owned and operated. Yes, absolutely. You know, I work really closely with uh, Grant Makers for Girls of Color and they have Freedom Girl Fund and they literally are an organization that is solely dedicated to getting money from companies to black girl organizations. And it's something like $33 billion in like philanthropy money that's like spread every year. And I think like there was something like 3% of it that was going to black girls and grant makers for girls of color came together and said, nah, we going to change that. And they upped that number significantly and continue to do so. So all we're saying is take some note about giving Tuesday, take a look around even $5. Okay. Even $5 given to a space that needs it is you putting your karma in the right place. All right. Stay connected with us right here at the Amanda seal show. We'll be right back. And, um, I'll introduce you to my element, Kenya, in Kenya. <laughs> we up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Hey, stay connected with the show content at theamandasealshow.com. You can always give us a call as well at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. If you have a comment, a question, or you just want to hit us up and say, What's up, Amanda girl? What's up, Nails? Listen, laugh, and learn. This is The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it is nails right here. Thank you so much for joining us on this Giving Tuesday. Yes. I hope everybody is going to take a moment today and give their little money to somebody or some organization that can use it. Remember, it, it really is about all of us looking out for each other. I say at the end of every episode, or at least the ones I, I get a chance to, that we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. And there's just a multitude of ways that we can look out for each other. And that's what this day is all about. 
Now, coming up on Wednesday's show, we're going to get more into relationships. <laughs> Plus the latest Blackbird news, the big up, let down, and more. And remember, if you want to talk to us about anything, you want some advice, I got you. You want to give us a comment, I got you. You want to give us a big up, we love it. So leave us a message at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one eight five five two six two six three two. Eight. Now check out the latest podcast available wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to tell your friends to do the same and stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. I will see y'all in Chicago this weekend and I'm going to see y'all here tomorrow at the Amanda Seal Show.